Hey everybody, it's Tut. This is Beepers After Dark, episode 8, where we comment on Beepscast 25. I'm sad today, not only because it's been a month, but also because my dear co-host that I would usually introduce right now is not with me today. I'm going to let you all hear a little message from him about why he ain't here today. Hello, fans and listeners of Beepers After Dark. This is Big Mike, and I'm very sorry that I could not join you for the most recent episode. You see, just as Beeps decided to blast out another episode immediately after our previous episode, my life took a turn into a tizzy town. We were told by our landlord, that we must move. Despite the fact that we had a four-month-old baby, and I have a wife who was about to return to work. So my evenings have been spent house hunting, cooking, and doing baby's laundry. Uh, it's been a challenging time for your old pal, Big Mike. But worry not, my dear friend Tut and Fatty Matty are here to carry the torch, and I'll be back to you all soon. Thank you all for your love and support and your prayers. God bless you, everyone. Fuck. So, uh, spoiled the shit out of my big surprise, which is that uh, sitting in for Big Fat uh, Mike is the disputed number one fan of this podcast, and that's Fatty Matty. And I would like to say hello to him now. How's it going? First of all, hello, Badass Nation. We're be- Bedassers? We're Bedassers of Beeps Nation. Mm. We don't claim to have our own nation. Well, but I'm glad we got to clarify that just now. I feel like at this point we probably do. What I was going to say is I don't think it's disputed, maybe by one <laughs> other person, but I think the rest of the nation, Beeps Nation and the Bedassers, know. Uh, but it's a pleasure to be here. And in the words of our dear friend Dees Butts, thanks for the opportunity. All right. Well, uh, it has been a month, I will, I will freely admit. Um, Beeps just rocked our world. After we posted on September 26th, giving her endless shit about how long it took her to post, on September 27th, she posted Beepscast 25, um, which I, I periscoped my listening to it of. Uh, and nobody watched, and uh, we had a we had a grand old time. I was at uh, the home of Franklin the dog. That was great. Um, so Big Mike usually does some sort of creative intro, and I thought, in in out of respect for him, I would do exactly zero uh, intro of any sort today. Um, also, I got lazy and had no ideas for it. Um, but that's all right. We're gonna we're gonna jump right the f in to the beeps cast because. Uh, well, yeah, this is, by the way, in this last month, like, other shit has gone on. I twisted my foot, and uh, some friends got married last weekend, and I don't, I'm not going to go all into it, because we're gonna not going to go an hour today. We're just not. We probably will. We, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> so, but I'm going to jump right in, because the, uh, the note I took on this next one involves uh, Dr. Fatty Matty, who, by the way, um, is not a medical doctor. Can you explain to everybody in 10 seconds or less what you're a doctor of? Uh, I'm a Yes, not a medical doctor, doctor of neuroscience, PhD. 
What does PhD stand for? Um, pretty hot and tempting. No, wait, that's, that's PhD. Man. Oh man. Just wow. Just okay. whiffing. Ooh. Whiffing right right up. So the dog park. Um, big announcement on Beeps Cast 25 is that uh, Johnny, the, the master of the dog park, offered Beeps a beer for the first time. and Momentous occasion. Right. And you, Fatty Matty, latched on to the same thing I did, which was that she said, he gave me a Miller Lite. Yes. So what was your comment on that? Well, I think as, as the badassers will recall, Johnny's drink of choice which is one of my drinks of choice and yeah. also yours yeah, is usually on the show <laughs> is the high life or the champagne of beers if you will I will um, so my question is and this is no disrespect to beeps but I wonder if Johnny does trial runs with people and gives them Miller lights first to see you know kind of feel them out and see if they're worthy of a high life or maybe he just keeps the high lives high lives for himself high lives. Highs life, highs the highs life. These are these are great questions, and um, even though we discourage beeps from directly commenting on beepers after dark, lest we fall into a, a paradox. Uh, happy Back to the Future Day last week, everyone. Um, I really do want to know the answer to that question. Did he have high lives and not give them to her, or did he just happen to only have lights that day? Speaking of which, there we go. Uh, we are, in fact, in in out of uh, respect and, and in uh, in uh, recognition of Beeps' first beer at the dog park, drinking Miller Lights right now. Indeed. But unlike Beeps, we brought yes koozies. That was actually my first note. So I know you and and the Mrs. Tut often, often, all the time, just have koozies on hand when you travel. I can't think of the last time I didn't have a koozie on me. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of disappointing that beeps was without but you think she's learned her lesson uh, i'm sure yeah i would hope so um we're actually drinking out of koozies that were um that were left here maybe provided by a uh probably not a fan of the show but i think he's a fan of beeps cast um joey bear joey Bedoey bear i don't have a good name for him except for joey bear um he, he brought we, it's, we it's a little honey boy it is Little Honey Boy. You weren't even there for that, and I forgot what it was. Little Honey Boy left behind a couple of koozies that are Halloween-themed. I gave Fatty Matty the pumpkin head one so that I could keep the one that says, Drink up, which is... Oh, yeah. Which is a little gay, but <laughs> so am I. Well, I mean, Little little Honey Boy brought them, so it's yeah, fitting. It's fitting. Um, I thought he was going to keep them, but he didn't. He left them. He, he's always very kind like that. So... Uh, it is, you know, it's the week of Halloween. Um, speaking of, of why I got these, that was during a beer sextathlon. Sextathlon, yeah, a six-beer Olympic event that was sort of a redo. And I'm going to give props right now on the show because Fatty Matty, the doctor, co-coordinated, but sort of spearheaded a beer Olympics for the bachelor party of Side Squatch. And it, it went off without a hitch. It was just a magical day. And there were, I don't know, it wasn't 16, it was 15. 15 grown men uh, slip and sliding down 50 feet of of plastic on dish soap. I was in my underwear pretty much the whole day. Um, that's that's true. True and, statement. And yet my team still came in fucking last. No, we didn't. We came in second to last. No, we came in last. 
Did you? Who? Whose team were you on? I was kind of a blurry day. These butts. I was yeah. These butts and and actual big Mike. Oh, that's yeah. You guys did come in last, I think. We were the only three person team. We thought we could handle it. Yikes. So, anyway, uh, beeps uh, <laughs> taking a turn back to beeps. Bring your own koozie, goddammit. A, B, get get that high life as soon as you can and let us know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe he just switches it up, but I assumed he was a high life guy. And yeah. uh, you know, and inquiring minds want to know. Um, the, while I was watching this live, by the way, um, live I say watching, listening to it in a group of people, um, I was with Franklin the dog, as I mentioned. And Franklin the dog's uh, master and commander said, what the fuck kind of dog park is this where beeps can make a comment that's like, everybody brings their own coolers. <laughs> now, you could bring soda pop and water. Yeah, and you could. You could, But is, is only Johnny bring? That's the question I had. Is only Johnny bringing beer? What's his dog's name? Ghost? Oh, no, I don't remember. For he and Ghost. We'll say it's Ghost. It's like Chopper or something. Oh. <sighs> I'm bad with names. You're better at this shit. I, I thought I could rely on you for this. Okay. D- does only he bring the cooler or do other people bring the coolers? Beeps made it sound like multiple people bring coolers. She she said she got a question. That's right. She was asked, do people do, does one bring coolers? And she just goes, yes. So inquiring minds want to know. Um, I got to be honest. This sounds like the greatest dog park in the history of... This, this great country <laughs> of of Portage, Michigan. Um, she also talked about the dog park. The lady who does voices for dogs. My reaction to that was that because Beeps was talking about how she hated this woman, and I I think she only barely admitted that she loved this woman because doing voices for dogs seems like the most Beeps thing <laughs> I can think of. It, um, it made me think of you know the back in the day the uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Pets. Yeah, America's Funniest Home Videos. Have you listened to any of Saget's comedy, actual comedy? I, I've heard tell of it. I heard it's quite raunchy. I haven't personally listened to any of it. It is quite raunchy. I like it. Um, how did he... I guess he got that gig because of Full House, which their Netflix is doing the Fuller House. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, looking back, I hated... I mean, and it's worse now. Who are the people they have doing it? There's the whatever. There, it still exists. Did you know that America's Funniest Home Videos still exists? Yes, it's um, shit. Who's they uh? Who they give it to? It's is it um? There's been a couple of guys. Alfonso Ribeiro. The, the, the Carlton. Yeah, I think he's doing it now. What funniest home videos? I just saw an advertisement. America's um, Funniest Home. You know, you're right, though, that like a woman doing Voice of the Dog, that is exactly what they do on that goddamn show. But I mean, like, Bob Saget was was just, that was like his his thing. Oh, my God, it is Alfonso. It fucking is Alfonso. About Alfonso, I have to, this is a total tangent, but I have to read this. On on AFV.com, AFV, it, that, oh, my God. As the new host of America's Funniest Home Videos, actor, TV director, award-winning dancer, did he win Dancing with the Stars or something? I feel like if he didn't win, he was like in the finals. Oh my god. And Broadway star Alfonso Ribeiro. Ribeiro. 
Alfonso Ribeiro has spent more than 30 years leaving his unique mark on the worlds of television, theater, and beyond. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's probably good for that gig. Yeah, so I mean, he's, he's good for that gig. Saget, only coming off of Full House is good for that gig. Real Saget, not so much. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I guess he I did, feel like did a fine the, job. The country's perception of Bob Saget at that time was, you know, Danny, Danny Tanner. Tanner. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, lady who does voices of the dogs, maybe she needs to make a video, send it to Alfonso, and you know, see where it goes. That's our that's our uh, assessment of that woman. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Why do you look like you're going to get up right now? Where are you uh, going? I'm, I'm stretching, stretching the abs out. Oh. I was at the gym this, oh, j- this evening. Right. Enough of that. Beeps' next segue was, let me tell you something about the motherfucking squirrels. Great statement. Did you Oh, yes. Did you but take note but of that before point? that, what made me laugh, and I think is worth noting, is when she, I think the, the quote was, giving Callie a Himalayan, and it just made me laugh out loud in the what? car. She was talking about the chew thing that she gives to the dog that's made from, like, Himalayan yak milk or something. Just the way she phrased it, like, I just, I mean, I mean my mind goes places. Sounds like something you have to pay a lot of money for in yeah, Thailand. Exactly. Right? Like, you know, a Cleveland steamer or something. She was like, oh, giving Callie a Himalayan. I was like, wait a second. This is, I thought, a family show. I've never thought that Beeps Cast was a family show. <laughs> Although I think her family does listen to it. And I have to say, Beeps' mom gives me shit for swearing. Beeps herself, and I've pointed this out before, both to Beeps and her mother, that somehow Beeps can do no wrong. Well, of course. But when old Tut swears on Facebook, Mama Beeps is right around the corner to Nicholas. But, so, but that's how the people know you. I know. I'm a swearer. You, you do you. Um, blow up Wolverine. <laughs> that also made me laugh because I could just picture that. <laughs> I just want i want to point out that is Michigan, not Michigan State. I Correct. looked it up. Oh, you had to look it up? Yeah. What the fuck do I care about Michigan? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just college like football. common yeah. sports All knowledge. Right. Sorry. Well, whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna just, I'm rolling us straight through some shit. Um, Hamilton the Musical. Oh, before we get to that, though, uh, just a, a okay. quick back to the squirrels. You know what? Sorry. You give me your reactions. Well, but back to the squirrels. So, I, I mean, this is this is truth. Squirrels are, are little fuckers. Because you remember our sweet, dearly departed Kita, our, yes. our cat. Um, I remember a time in our apartment in Waltham where she would sit at the kitchen door. Remember where, like, the door, the back door yep. was in the kitchen? Back and there was that big tree in the back. back tree fence. Yep. There was a squirrel that would run back and forth across that fence. And it would stop and look at her. And chatter at her, and she would like put her front paws up on on the door and like, like taunting her. Look, yeah, like ah, you will never get this, you will never get this type of thing. So, yeah, they're they're totally assholes. You, you really think that's their intention? Um, they seem like they are dicks. Some of them. Would you call them cunts? Mm, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Because yeah. sometimes they do clever shit. You know, I've I've seen squirrels in Pittsburgh like wait for the at the crosswalk for the green to go across. I, I there's no way. Saw it happen. There's no way they wait for the green. I saw it happen. They happen to go when it's green. They're looking at something else. They're look, like <laughs> they're like, hey, there's no the cars are stopped or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if squirrels can see in color. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. <laughs> at. Can't dogs not question. see in color? Yeah, it's dogs who can't. And I don't, I don't know what cats see. And Sidesquatch. And you, <laughs> by the way. Shut up. <laughs> I can see enough in color. 
Oh, every time I think about colorblind people, I laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to jump to Hamilton the Musical. Yes. Because I decided I just... that that was this episode of Beep's Cast's pole dark. And if, if Big <laughs> totally, Mike were here, totally is. he would shit over this like, like none other. But I had to look it up. I don't even care. Well, yeah, it brings up Aaron Burr, and there's all this, yeah, and there's been a lot of talk about Aaron Burr within Aaron the Frond group. Burr. Yeah, do you remember that commercial? The guy eating the peanut butter sandwich yes. and he's calling on the radio show. I do, but do you remember the episode of um, this was when it was still online of Drunk History? Um, do I remember it? Yeah, I watched that show religiously now on my television. Okay. Yeah, because it's not just on the internet anymore. But this musical, Hamilton is a musical. I'm looking, I'm reading from Wikipedia because that's where I get all my information. Hamilton is a musical with music, lyrics, and book by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And that jumped out at me because, not only because he was the composer or something, the music uh, of uh, In the Heights, which was a, I think, Tony Award winning musical that a college classmate of mine was the principal percussionist in, blah, blah, blah. But he also was a, a participant in Sad, Sad Conversation, which I will briefly describe to uh, the listeners. There was a YouTube page, is that what it was? Yeah, that Michael Ian Black of the state and also Wet Hot American Summer and other things, mm-hmm. that he started with Josh, oh, I just forgot the guy's name. The guy who was on, there was the nerdy guy on News, uh, News Night, not News Night, fucking Sports Night. Uh, I never watched Sports Night. Fuck. Um, and then they started involving just other people, and people would just post these videos in conversation with each other, and they were kind of funny, and it got a weird following. It was this, whatever. Fine, you're fucking staring at me like I have AIDS. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I mean, you know I'm not a very musical person. It's not and, about music. Uh, this wasn't about music. It just, okay. it just so happened that this guy, Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Got it. eventually was involved in this. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Because after a while, I mean, there were some, Steven Weber was one of the guys. Um, he was he was the fucking, in Wings. He was the brother with the long hair in Wings. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, okay. Uh, and other, whatever. And eventually, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I never even looked him up back then. I had no idea why he was part of this thing. And now I realize he's this Broadway guy. And he did um, Hamilton the Musical, apparently. First, I love how Beeps loves things so wholeheartedly. You can tell that right now, this is just... Maybe not now. Maybe, you know, it's a month ago, so maybe she hates it now. But uh, (laughs) at the time, it was just the best thing. And... Uh, it's just it's just the best when when beeps just gets so excited about something. But what what I don't understand is, again, I'm not a musical person, but it seems like everything is made into a musical these days. I mean, what's what's the Broadway industry like? Are, are they clamoring for for new material because what, stuff are you has saying been like so is nothing redone? sacred anymore? <laughs> I guess. I mean, we had what Spider Man the musical, which apparently sucked. Well, apparently, it was good. It won some Tonys, but it, oh, really? It, it, it just injured a lot of people. Oh. It had a lot of delays because the there was acrobatics the and people broke. falling into the pit and shit like that. <laughs> um, you you have met my friend. I don't have a good nickname for him because his name is the same as mine. Nick. New York Nick. New York Nick. Yeah. Who works for a Broadway producer and who produces shows. And he actually directed the 20, fuck, 30th anniversary, 20th anniversary uh, kickoff to the 20th anniversary celebration tour of the debut of Rent. Right. That was way too fucking long. Anyway, so 
this is the kind of shit that he'll he'll tell me about it. And they've done some weird. He'll be like, oh, we tried to do a musical version of, blah, of like MacGyver or some bullshit. I don't even remember because they do they do try to do a musical version of of these. Things. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like the stuff that he does is more like creative and like making something out of nothing rather than like latching. Well, maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe it's the same thing. Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's history. It just it just doesn't seem like musical is the correct. Oh. medium <laughs> well hey when i was down there we went to a i'd never gone to a broadway preview before like where it's like hey we're trying to put on this thing and so uh, this is not the real show yet but come to the previews an, an out-of-town preview in town yeah whatever <laughs> um i will tell you something about miller light there's a way more just burps just gurgling in me we should op- crack open that maker's why don't you crack it open i'm going to tell you what i'm about to say and then we'll drink it yeah uh, so let's, yeah, we have a. Is it. that a nip? That's like bigger than a nip. Um, I feel like it's it's a nip. Or is it a thicker uh, bottle? I think it's thicker glass. And I just called it Makers for the third time. It's Knob Creek, oh, it's everyone. Not, I did think it was Makers, but until it's I Knob. Um, we went to a preview of Doctor Shivago, so book I think made into a movie at some point way back, way way back. Correct. Musical was interesting. It apparently flopped <laughs> pretty heavily. So that shit happens all the time, apparently. Who's to say, whereas recently, and I know that Beeps would love this, she would cry nonstop because she cries more than anybody in the world. Um, there was a, uh, the musical written by Sarah Barry-Ellis. Uh, yes. Aurora, Aurora Barry-Ellis. Sarah Barry-Ellis. Cialis. Um, that was at the ART in Cambridge. And we went to that. And that's going to Broadway already. And it's going to do okay. Um, it was good. What What's the okay in that? Like, what's what's a, a like a reasonable num- amount Doesn't of money lose to money. make? I don't well, know. Okay, I, but well, that's I what I mean. Yeah, I mean, if it costs a million dollars to put on, it's got to make a million. It only costs ten thousand dollars to put on. It's gonna. I don't know. Fuck. I'm okay. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, here, you start. We're gonna. Uh, Fatty Maddie and I are now gonna transition to the next topic by drinking a nip of Knob Creek. He's gonna do half of it now. It's at his lips. It's going. It does that because the. The, the, the opening's so thin, it does a lot of little bubbles, right? How that's was what, it? That's what she said. Okay, here we go. I'm going to try to finish it's this. It's good. I mean, it's not. You know how it is. It's smooth. It is pretty smooth. A nice Kentucky bourbon. Small batch, age nine years. So what I will tell you is that I um, haven't been drinking as much lately as usual. Well, I see. I don't. I'm a. I'm a classic binge drinker. I'm gonna explain to the folks. Oh, you were about to. Say, I'll explain for you. Okay. Fatty Maddie and I once went on a thirty bar bar crawl <laughs> for his best friend from high school's thirtieth birthday. His best friend from high school being my wife's brother. Your brother-in-law. That's another way to put him. <laughs> he wasn't my brother-in-law at the time. That's true. We'd only met a couple of times. I feel like we solidified it our bromance that night. That's what I point to. You and I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you met you and him. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think I talked to him the whole day. Well, that's right, because we were together the whole day. <laughs> Bec- and why were we together the whole day? Because uh, the people who completed the 30-bar bar crawl for 30th birthday uh, went to 30 bars. Fatty Maddie and I went to 32 bars. Because... And we drank about six beers at the last bar. <laughs> I See, yeah, that's where I start to not remember. Between the two of us. They were all high lives, as a matter of fact. I do remember that. I remember them being on special yeah, or something. Sligo. They're like two bucks a bottle at yeah. Sligo's. Um, 
which a lot of it's the best dive bar in Davis Square that everybody hates. Um, so that proved to me that, you know, if Fatty can hang with that, and it proved to myself that I could hang with that, come to find out years later, Fatty drinks all of his beer. He, he, Backloads it, front loads it, drinks it all on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it depends on how you look at it, but either backloads or front loads. Yeah. yeah, he front loads slash backloads his beer drinking on the weekends, and somehow maintains a certain uh, tolerance. Well, that's genetics. <laughs> Whereas I, 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 would, I would know I'm a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a PhD, not a medical doctor. Um, Whereas I, upon moving in with my now uh, spouse, immediately purchased a beer fridge, and not one of those shitty college ones, because I'm a goddamn adult. It's 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 beautiful. It's got it's a glass door and everything. To behold. It is sitting within arm's reach of my couch. It's such a good idea. Can I tell you that when my wife and I saw that, we were like, fuck, we need one of these. And you know what? You don't have a good place for it in your living room. Well, we have a better place for it in the current living room than we did in the previous living room. That is correct. You could do it. You you know, replace your side table with the with the fridge and use the fridge as your side table. So I have like a, one of those shitty college fridges, like the dorm fridges. That, don't disgrace your living room with that. Yeah, it would be a disgrace. It would just your look TV out of place. is so well mounted. <laughs> you can't. Um. So yeah. Fatty Matty front loads slash back loads, whereas now that I've got the beer fridge in the in the living room, you know, you got to knock back a couple a night and you keep your tolerance at a certain level. I actually don't binge as well as I used to, so. It's, I, I don't know. We it's, were at a wedding this weekend, but you had to drive back. Yeah, I had like you didn't drive. two drinks. No, I did drive. Oh. But I only, I had two beverages and I kind of got drunk celebrating Back to the Future the night before, so my tolerance was... You know, in the short term, increased significantly. Yeah. Um, speaking of Back to the Future Day, the stupid wedding, which I wasn't going to talk about. <laughs> stupid wedding. Um, it was a beautiful wedding. Yeah, exa- and that's the point. Congratulations. It was planned in about two months. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know how, it's... I, well, I do know boggles how. Boggles the mind. If, if, if all the little things that we did for our wedding, you had a much bigger wedding than I, than I did or than these guys did. Yes. Cabo and HR department. <laughs> Mrs. Cabo? She's Cabo not changing Slice. her name. Of course she is. She's not. a modern woman. She's the HR. Um, what they did in two months was essentially what, what I did in, uh, not what we did in 18 months. But they just, you know, every night lined something up. I don't know. There yeah, were a lot of was... little last minute things, by the way. There were boutonnieres that were like run up to the groomsmen and we were like, oh, well, oh, we're supposed to be wearing these. And we were like halfway walking into the ceremony and nobody knew how to put them on except for me because I'm a boutonniere goddamn fucking master of the universe. Anyway, so Trust. at this uh, wedding, <clears throat> um, I did, I, I drank a lot, but I guess, Nothing. yeah. See, that's, that's the thing that I've noticed uh, recently. So... Mrs. Dr. Fatty Maddie is is the type to have, you know, a drink or two every night of the week, you know, after work or whatever. Glass of wine. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I just, I just, during the week, don't rarely, don't rarely, this makes sense, rarely have the desire to drink. But on the weekends, you know, I average it out so that her and I drink the same amount in a given week, but I drink mine 
between um, Friday and yeah, Saturday night. You backload. And we're, she drinks hers throughout, throughout the week. But um, You don't like a glass of wine with some pasta? I just You I, guys make good food, too. How do you not have, like... Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, I know. And then you always... Uh, I'm always like, don't feed me. And then I go over there, and there's just, like, fucking enough food for ten people, so... Well, I, I mean, I'm some. not a wine drinker. I, if I were to drink something on a daily basis, it would either be a, a, some kind of beer or scotch, which I just I just don't have the drive to drink during the week. It's weird. It's Damn. really weird. But well, we'll see what happens when you start your new job, which I'll let you explain in two seconds, because when I get home from my job, not only do I want a drink, but I want to not think about my job. Oh, well, I do that now. Okay. I get home and shut it down in terms of work but not with the drink not, um, with, not with the, just a little i have a little you know little. oh no i just yeah i just don't think about work when i when i go home i've been very good at that since we moved up here um maybe but yeah, it might change because you fatty man just change. got a new job starts on new job november 9th which is weird because i i don't know if i get veterans day off at the new job or not <laughs> are you have plans on veterans day no but i mean i like my days off <laughs> like one does well, I do not get Veterans Day off. So I'm thinking I likely don't. If I don't have it off, then you'd have no reason but, to need but it off. But the missus has it off, which would be an interesting... She never gets days off. Flip. Is it a bank holiday? It is. She's an HR HR bank. It would be an interesting flip of the script now if she has a day off that I don't have off. Yeah, because you're in academia right now. Right, currently, yes. Like, for, you, when you for don't... seven more days. When you don't have days off, you fucking have days off. But this, I also go. work on the weekends yeah, and have work holidays. Let me explain before. to people how dealing with Fatty Matty is. It's like every so often it's it's a Saturday and we just went hard on a Friday. And he's like, I got to go into work and fucking kill some mice or something. And then he <laughs> goes and does that. But then at other times it's like, oh, you start getting, t- by the way, and I know this is going to change now, but Fatty Matty works on a clock. It's like 2.30 p.m. the texts start. <laughs> And that's when my day starts to get more busy. I see. I'm convinced that it's it's all circumstantial and that there's not an actual. I wish. Oh my god. I, whatever. I'm gonna go. I want to see the timestamps. All right. I'm gonna make let's a make a histogram. Graph. Yeah. And yeah I want to see some yeah, data yeah. here. Because, because I know you're sitting at your thing. You already killed your mice for the day, or gave them cocaine, or whatever, whatever it is. And then you're like sitting back, stroking your cock, and just sending texts at in the afternoon. And that's gonna change. To now, be fair, I think I do that throughout the day. Stroke I have your cock? A, yes, at work. I mean, I have an office now, so I can just close the door. Oh. But I have a lot of... I feel like I'm an efficient worker. So I do stuff, and then I have downtime where I'm just like, well, let's check the old internets and see what's going on. Maybe you don't well, and you probably still won't. I've always had a job where there's not like a list of things for me to do that I can then be done with. It's There's always things there. Hmm. Interesting. Like, like my day on, I was out for two days because I went away for the weekend for Friday, took off Friday, Monday, come back on Tuesday. I'm like, okay, I got to get these five things done. And something else came up that usurped those five things. I spent half the day on those things. And within that time, something else came up. I had to spend some time on that. And then at the end of the day, at about 7.30 p.m., I'm suddenly still at work just finishing up the five things that I meant to do at 9 in the morning. That's how my days go when they're shitty. I feel like I'm going to get a, a more of a taste of that than I had previously because there will be hard deadlines for things at this new job. But to my original point... How hard? I think you know. Don't I? 
What's your original point? Go ahead. I, I'm I'm getting a little buzz now. I'm only into my third Miller Lite and half of the nip. By the way, that that explains our world to a lot of people. <laughs> You're only quote into your okay. third Miller Lite and half a nip, which to me I'm 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 with you. I'm like, oh, that's not very much. That's not very much to the average person. It's light beer. We've been <laughs> talking for. 30 minutes. You started the first beer 10 minutes before we started. So you're 40 minutes in with three beers and half a nip. I did, I did pick up the pace. You did. But that, that goes to the point of the new job starting because, you know, as I told you earlier, I'm starting to get that senioritis where I was sitting at work today and I was like, it's four o'clock. I have sick time that they're not going to pay me out for because they pay you out for vacation time, not sick time. And I was like, I'm just going to leave and go to the gym now because I don't want to sit at my desk anymore. Fuck that shit. So, I'm going hard well, here good. in celebration of, of Badass Nation. We celebrate Beeps Nation here on Beepers After Dark. That's the sole reason we exist. It is. And a badasser must celebrate Beeps Nation. I celebrate all nations. Okay. I mean, I, I think there's no fitting celebration of Beeps Nation then with Miller Lite. Yeah, well, especially... To bring us back on track. Uh, um, speaking of bringing us back on track... I had, I had, I took great issue with the fact that um, she said it in the in the in the cast, but also it was in the notes even, so I knew how it was spelled and what she meant for it to be, domestication. <laughs> she tried to combine tone with domestication, and yes, somehow she, she didn't did. arrive at tone mastication. I think that was the intent, but it was there was just too much beeps the happened way, in the head. Too, too much beeps <laughs> happened all at one time. What, what I love was, and I think it was the last episode of Bad, uh, where, where you and, uh, and Big Mike came up with the Beeps cast drinking game. Oh, yeah. I meant to bring those up anyway during one of our many, like, fucking tangents into drinking here. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break in the middle of, of Beepers After Dark here and, and announce, which I don't know, we should do this as a segment, I guess, moving forward. Beepscast 25, the drinking tally, by my count. Did you take a count? I did not take a count. Did not take a count. Yeah, you got to lean into the mic. Sorry, stretching again. Uh, by my tally is there were six... So let's say the rules first. There are the official, quote, five Beepscast drinking rules are anytime she plays the mandolin, anytime she asks a question and waits even a moment for an answer... Anytime, she, yeah, I know. <laughs> Anytime she leaves the room but continues the recording. Anytime she mentions yes. tone. Oh, and by the way, that one's a shot. Yes. Anytime she mentions tone, take a drink. Anytime Beeps talks about something lost in tone sweatshirt, that's a shot. And I think that we're coming up on more of that this season. Oh yes. And anytime she references Beepers After Dark, that's a drink. It was just just in listening to this most recent Beeps cast, I was like, those those rules are so on point. It was like if I were actually playing, I was driving in my car, so I wasn't actually playing. But I, it would, it was, it was a perfect storm. I fully recognize that most people are going to be listening to Beepscast in the car or whilst commuting <laughs> or at work or at work. And I, what I want to see is pictures. And this is, I'm sending this out to the five listeners of Beepers After Dark. If you are playing, five. That's it. No, there's actually more. We have somebody in the Netherlands that listens. I have no idea. That's the best. Anyway. To the, to the seven listeners of Beepers After Dark, if you will tweet a picture of yourself drinking to Beeps Cast, um, whether you're playing the drinking game or not, but you should play the drinking game, um, a picture in some 
odd situation for drinking, such as at work, commuting, preferably not driving. <laughs> we don't want mad up in here. Um, what? I mean, there was that time that we drove from Fargo to Bismarck. The driver did, okay, the driver did have some drinks then too. Just a couple. Shh, smoke and fire. Um, <clears throat> I want to tweet a picture of you drinking to Beatscast in your native surrounding, be it, and especially if it's commuting like on the subway, nice. because you know people judge that, but they don't say anything. There's a lot of like looks and judging on the subway without actual words or communication. Is that expressly uh, verboten? I mean, I guess it's open container law. Yeah. But there's like, what is the thing with the, the brown paper bag? Whatever. So anyway, <laughs> here's the final cat tally. Beepscast 25 drinking tally. Six drinks for her playing the mandolin. One shot leaving the room. Yeah. She, I mean, that was two shots worth of leaving the room, though, I think. Well, maybe. But she, I, I called her out, and she was like, I did it for you. <laughs> she asked five questions, and she mentioned tone once, which is kind of a low low mentioning of tone. I I need more tone in the in the beach. Yeah, cast I mean I guess myself. so you count a mention as like one whole story, like on a specific topic. Right. Like if she says the name tone five times in one sentence because she's talking about him, that's one mention. Right. Like, like Tone was walking down the street and Tone picked up a piece of paper while he was walking down the street and Tone that that's one. Because it's not the word tone, it's she's talking right, about right. him. It's a story about him. Yeah. I don't, well that's two mentions though, right? Because she she talked about him being tone domesticated and she she mentioned the sweatshirt because the temperatures are getting colder. Oh shit. How did I fuck that up? Well, I fuck up a lot of things. Well, so then that so I <clears throat> I was drinking uh champagne at Franklin's house. Actual champagne or the champagne? Sorry, it no, um it was actual um, sparkling white wine, white oh. wine. So really, that was around you know twelve or thirteen drinks in one shot. I did not take a shot. I'm going to admit right now, I took a big old swig of champagne instead. Fair. But if you were drinking, t- to the drinking, to the beepers after dark drinking rules to beeps cast, you would have had around thirteen drinks and definitely one shot. And if you didn't do that. Go fuck yourself. So tone mastication. <clears throat> so I, I love I love that story. Oh, first before that, I have a note on this. I loved the Wookie skunk impression, the best. I don't even remember that when she was making it's the sound a that a skunk makes. Oh, because it sounds <laughs> Wookie like a skunks. Wookie. I can you can you find can we Google that now? What sound does a skunk actually make? Because I I don't think it sounds like a Wookie. If it does. I love skunks even more. Let me insert it right now. <laughs> that is not a Wookiee. I mean, it could be a very high-pitched Wookiee. How, how, yeah, well, but, maybe a baby Wookiee. Oh, yeah. Or I, it's, oh, oh. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't even know. It's, it sounds it sounds more gremlin like to me than Wookie. Yeah. So I watched Gremlins two, the new batch, the other day. It was on. Underrated. It's a solid sequel. It was, for the sole reason that they have a sense of humor about themselves. 
when she starts telling the story about uh, Lincoln. Yes. yes, the best, the best. Anyway, so I, what I don't I remember what what comment did she make about skunks? Um, she just how there are a bunch of them around, and how she was. Um, and she concerned. made a sound. It sounded like more like Chewbacca. It sounded very much like a Wookiee. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we just proved that they don't sound like Chewbacca. They don't sound like Wookiees. Okay. Um, Midget Wookiees, maybe. I yeah. If that's a thing, it has to be a thing. I mean, well, it doesn't have to be, but probably is. Would a midget Wookiee be like the like, size of a regular human? Yeah, like tone. <laughs> It'd be about tone size. Oh, and, tone, and also amount of hair. Speaking um, of tone, that's what. So that's I loved. I loved the tone story because. When you think of Tone, can't you, don't you just picture him like with a pipe that and whole story I could picture. And, but the only like, thing I said about the, the here was what I actually where I went was way more selfish though. First of all, it doesn't surprise me that Tone would want to go get the mail. Like Tone is the he is younger than all of us than you and I. <laughs> all of us. All of us in, of us in, in the room, room right now. <laughs> but he is he doesn't he doesn't embrace. Uh, you know, new technology and digital and whatever. He's paper. He's still right. I mean, he's a musician. I've seen him. Sure, he's got like the music software, but I mean, he writes on staff paper still. Nice. He's, he's that. And so I know, I, I believe that he wants to go get the mail. I, I believe There's, that. Yeah, well. <laughs> I believe the mail. <laughs> There's nothing in the mail, though. Like, what is he? I want to know what Tone gets in the mail. So I believe that, and I absolutely visioned him in slippers and a robe walking down getting like the paper getting the mail yeah and then like sitting down in his ottoman like in his easy chair with his ottoman and like a pipe and his bourbon like reading the paper yeah and like mowing the lawn and like the kids across the street are playing basketball and he's like oh you know you gotta follow through on your jump shot there billy yeah just just shit like that that's very tone and you've just you've you've carried forward my vision of why i'm so sad which is that I get no impression whatsoever that Beeps and Tone are ever going to return to quote city life. You think they're they're there's been so many signs. They're taken. Yeah. They're in suburbia. They're not leaving. They might go to other suburbia. They might even come back to Massachusetts and go to Massachusetts suburbia. But we've already seen what that does. We don't it's like Going to Kalamazoo to me is the same as going to fucking Brockton. Like it's just as fucking much of a hassle. So I guess my question is: Do you think anyone ever goes back once they cross that threshold? Well, I don't know. You and I are kind of in the same, but we both came into it from more suburbia type. From behind. From. So I well, but but sort of beeps though. She moved here from Wisconsin. She moved from, you know, kind of the sticks. Yeah, that's true. I kind of did. I I went back and forth because I went from growing up in suburbia to college in the city. To, and you went to college for like thirty seven years because you have a well, no, PhD. so like yeah, but like college meaning like undergrad in a city to grad school in suburbia again to here where I live back in a city. Although you could argue that we moved into suburbia in Waltham. You kind of did, but not really. You didn't have a yard. Well, we had a patch of grass. <laughs> you did have a patch. It's funny, by the way, a uh, little trivia for all the, the, the beepers of Beeps Nation, as well as the badassers, that uh, Fatty Maddie lives in the residence formerly occupied by Beeps and Tone. Yes. So I think of them every day. Yeah, you can't get out from under their shadow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they're never coming back. 
That's that's all I that's what I that was my immediate. So I'm okay with them never coming back to city life. I feel like they're going to come back to Massachusetts and maybe live in suburban Boston. Yeah, but then I will. St- it's this again. It's the same. It's like I went and visited Franklin and his family, Franklin the dog, and it's going to be another month before I do that again. You know? Well, sometimes we don't see one another at, for a month? month at a time. Sometimes. Has it real has it ever been a month? Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. Okay, fine. But it's still I can feel you closer. I can feel you. That's true. I feel like we're at least in in contact through technology. Yes. Which that's a weird thing. We're more in contact through technology because we're closer in proximity. So I'm like, oh, I can reach out and he's, oh, maybe he's, uh, yeah. People that are farther away, I feel less obligated to reach out to them through technology. That's my own hang up. I'll, Interesting. I'll, I'll leave that with me. I, I have to ask Beeps through this medium. <laughs> she said about her car. Yes. How? <laughs> All the mechanics know her. A. Why does her car suck? I mean, like, why does she have to go to the mechanic so often? She never really addressed that. But B, when you go to the... You know, one thing about mechanics is you want to form a relationship so they're not, like, fucking you over, whatever. Why does she go to a different mechanic every time, so much so that there are many mechanics that know her? Like, go to the same guy. Sweeten him up, right? Yeah, no. That's what I took from that. I agree. Am I wrong? Okay. I mean, how many mechanics could there be in that area? Well, I mean, there's a couple little towns around. So it's not just... It's, she's in Portage, just Kalamazoo. I don't know. I so assume there's I, a few. I am so distrust, distrusting of mechanics because I've been fucked over like for like for several years by this mechanic when I was in grad school in Hershey, But you had a Volkswagen Golf diesel. Yes. And we now know that your car was probably fucking us all environmentally. Um, I don't know about all that. Would your, I never even looked into that. Was your would your car have even been on that list? I don't think. It's kind of I don't old. Think so. But fuck but, mechanics. Yeah, got so you know I found a guy in Waltham that I I like and I like want to trust this guy. Like I have a relationship with him now. Like he knows me by first name. We always do a little chit chatting when I when I go in. Um, but I'm, I keep getting like the sneaking suspicion now because every time I go, it's like I go for an oil change and like some other shit has to be done. And it's like $700 later and it's like every time now. So I'm like, is this guy like, is that their, their MO? Like they kind of reel you in with the buddy, buddy shit. And then they just like stick it to you after a year of being your pal. Cause that makes me sad and angry at the same time. I guess you never know. I want to trust this guy because it doesn't seem like the type to do that because that's what happened in my with my previous mechanic. And it made me furious when I finally realized that this guy was just like fleecing me essentially. So maybe Beeps is smarter than all of us and that she's getting she's always getting a second opinion. Yeah, maybe she's just collecting data. This is like a meta analysis. I feel like she doesn't think about it. I feel like she goes to the wherever she's at it in the point in time, she and she thinks she needs a mechanic, she just goes to the closest one. What made me laugh is that that she referred to her car as old white, <laughs> which, which I, is, is this racist? No, I mean I feel like it's a character from Tom Sawyer or something. It's like N word. N word. my question: Is that racist? It's like N word Jim's buddy, old white, right? That's, yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's uh, it's a Honda though. I don't know. Yeah. It's an it's a newer car. Nice. I've ridden in in old white. It's yeah. It's it's. <laughs> It's old almost. It's 20 goddamn 15. It's almost 2016. How? What year is the car? Uh, 2007. 
I think. Okay. It's almost 10 years old. That doesn't seem that old. I know. Cars car. should last longer. They should. Anyway. So it's a different conversation for a different time. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. We're not going to drag that shit out because she teased us pretty fucking big by saying that what's hidden in Tone sweatshirt is coming back. She said that based solely on the fact that it's getting colder and that Tone's probably going to wear the sweatshirt again. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure I have, maybe you don't have one, but I know I have a house sweatshirt that like, that's when I get home from work, I take off my I, work clothes. I, I do not have one. Is that a oh, common thing? I don't know. That's a, I, maybe it's the apartment. Maybe Tone and I share that through the apartment. There's a poltergeist in that apartment well, that's no, whispering in your ear and it's I also did this in, in okay. previous apartments, Fine. but maybe Tone and I are just connected in a way that you're not connected with them. Fuck your asshole. <laughs> so I guess we look forward to that because, but, but that's not even the big announcement of of this episode she announced which is something that big mike has been pressing for for many a episode which is the next contest and she announced it and called it puke gate <laughs> which is she's like there's so many gates lately puke gate like it's it's not it's not a controversy. I, yeah, I feel like it's puke gate if like Tone is puking in the apartment <laughs> and blaming it on the dog, or like there are just pukes that show up and they're not sure if they're the dogs and they don't know whose they are. Then then it would be puke gate. Yeah. What's really funny is when you search Twitter for puke gate. Sure. About uh, a few days ago. Um. Oh. So Franklin has tried to get in on on puke gate. <laughs> There's been a lot of uh, uh, Pukegate tweets from Franklin's master and commander, but Sidesquatch uh, and myself and a few other people have thrown their their hat into the ring on uh, and Big Mike as well on the Pukegate um, submissions. The funny thing is, when I was listening to this uh, in a in a crowd, people were going off the charts with like 50, 40, 60. They're like in the in the multiple tens tens <laughs> of of pukes. Well no, let's figure this out. Now so what's so this was September twenty seventh when the gauntlet was thrown. The mm-hmm. end date is December twenty fifth. What's the Correct. number of days we have there? So three I'm not we're not counting that up right now. You should have done this before. I you should have done, done your research. Well, we, I can do it quickly. My October. point is well hold on. There's been an, there has been updates on puke gate on how many pukes have happened since then. And it's been like one there's been like one in a month. And the clarification was that it has to be Callie puking in the crate. Oh, wait. Callie has only puked once in the crate since, since then? Since the initial. Oh, man. my Yeah, my wager was <clears throat> going to be like one per day. So it would have been like 80 or something like right. that. And that's what a lot of people came in with. And then Beeps made a clarification. Uh, what did she say? I'm not going to fucking find it right now. Um she basically said, oh, I didn't really make this clear because people were saying things like fucking Big Mike. Well, no, that wasn't big. Uh, somebody's initial thing was 92. 92 was a, was a legitimate guess based on well, the same would, logic you were applying. It's 90 days. I just did the math. It would yeah. be 90 days from the 27th of September to the 25th of December. If it puked, if it was once a day. But that's what I'm saying. That's the number of days. But I, is, that's based on what she was saying. If this it was seems strictly like Cali puked Cali once a day. puking. That that could be close. Okay, but, but it's Callie puking in the crate. But I also got the impression that Callie pukes in the crate on almost a nightly basis. Yeah, I got a weird impression about that too. So I, I adjusted mine. My official uh, submission was, uh, fuck, seven. I I I went. I might put down official for seven. seven. Um, 
T Sly put in for five. Big Mike put in for eleven. Oh. Side Squatch submitted twelve. A puker's dozen. <laughs> if you will. He will. So what if I what if I do like the classic dick move? Because this is Jeopardy rules. No, Jeopardy. <laughs> or not this fucking. Come on, man. Price is right. What if I do the classic Price, Price is right, right dick move and I just wager one? Right. Hoping that. What's the lowest? You're the lowest. Seven? I am the lowest right now, I think. And it's been one in a month? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say one. So you've said. Is that your final official submission? That's my official submission. Okay. I don't know how to do it when you're not on Twitter, which, by the way, everybody, Fatty Maddie's not on Twitter. Um, okay. There it is. I think you have to email her. So Pukegate, sure, that started. Sure we're not going to dwell on it because we're going to get more updates on it. Um, because then, oh, man, I really want you to comment. The next, she went on to, we're almost at the end of the episode. She did her what do you like. And I'm just going to blaze through this because it was HB Knockers about whale watching. I went whale watching. I know. I, w- I was not able to make that trip. I know you weren't. Um, I went whale watching with her and other folks, and we saw the 11 whales, and we were there when the Ram Slayer won the free whale watching trip, which we thought was rigged because he, right. he ingratiated himself with the whale watching host who was also from Minnesota, yes, just like he is. Minnesotaness. Yeah. We think she probably wanted his dick. We don't know for sure. We never confirmed. I mean, it is on the market. It is on the market. And I think, I don't know, he should just spread that all over. But anyway, um, I what struck me is that uh, Beeps made it a point to read the submission, oh, and there were man. lots of puns and whatnot, which is definitely an HB Knocker's staple. Fine, fine. Yes. And Beeps often reads the full description from the people who submit for What Do You Like. Correct. Now, there was an episode, I forget which number it was, but a while ago, where Beeps used a What Do You Like that Dr. Fatty Maddie here submitted. And all she said was, Fatty Maddie submits blah, and he likes blah. And Matt had a bit of a reaction that I, I asked him actually to submit this reaction to Beepers After Dark, and he wouldn't do it. But now I'm going to put you on the spot live, and I need your reaction to that right now. You, tra- you trapped me. I did. You trapped me. It's it's water over the dam under the bridge, wherever the water goes. I, so Beeps and I, remember we had like a conversation about this when we were in Bismarcky. We were all out, and you brought it up then. Did and I? we had all been drinking. Oh. And there was like an I awkward... To, I was trying to stir the shit. There was like an awkward incident then. <laughs> I don't... I actually do not remember that, so... We were all kind of drunk. There was a lot. The well, by the way, this was before Side Squatch's wedding. A Side Squatch and the disputed number one fan of Beepers After Dark, Anna, who wed one another. The night before that wedding, Dr. Fatty Matty went particularly hard. Oh, I did. At what point the next day were you actually able to touch alcohol to your lips? Uh, I want to say 11 p.m. Later than that. I feel like even then. Did you have a drop of alcohol at the wedding? Big TB was like trying to share like a moment with me and have some scotch. And I just like. You were like, I will puke in your face. I just couldn't do it. Well, it was his fault. He showed up the night before, and I lost my ability to even. No, not not Big Mike. TB three. Yeah, 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 yeah. But oh my yeah, my a, goodness! Yeah. The misses and I were just like we were doing shots with cots and. Shall I tell the story? Oh. I shared a room with Fatty Maddie and his misses, my misses and I did, uh, at the side squatch wedding, 
And the night before the wedding, we're going to bed. It's pretty late. There was there was welcome drinks at a at this pretty swanky place, cool place. The bartenders were cool. Blah blah blah. We all make it back. It's got to be one thirty in the morning. We're going to bed. A lot has been consumed at this point. Doctor Fatty Maddie and uh and and the Miss get up in the room, pick up a bottle of must have been bourbon. Bourbon. Walk to the door and say, "You guys have fun fucking." <laughs> We'll see you later. <laughs> and they walk out with this bottle of bourbon to where no one knows. What? You, you no. claim you do. I know. I know where we went. You went to the second floor or whatever. Yeah. Well, the next day, you for, upon first questioning, um, your missus didn't know what the hell we were talking about when he said, hey, where did you go at 1.30 in the morning and come back with a half a bottle of bourbon gone? Oh, well, see, like I remember later. us where we went. I don't remember the exchange with you and your missus and us leaving the room. That's it, what I don't remember. It was like a com- It was like a 1980s uh, campy comedy of the two people like, we're good to go. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And then laugh track in the background. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I'm sorry I called you out, but I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. So yeah, I was, I was, I took it too personally. I was upset about it because I crafted what I thought was a witty email and expected, you know, a little bit of consideration reading of it and (laughs) (laughs) acknowledgement that you spent some time and she just it it just didn't happen so i was a little i was a little bummed do you remember what your what do you like was yeah it was doritos locos tacos oh yeah how did i forget that you know that i you know the love that i have you know that you know the love that i have for him but it's you know yes i do you think you have more love for doritos tacos locos than i do i don't know man it's like it runs deep hmm like, I, I, I find, I mean, I wish I never ate a regular taco ever again. Or Question. Since had. the Doritos Tacos Locos have come out, have you had a regular Taco Bell taco? No. Same. I can definitively say that. I no. also can definitively <laughs> say that. Every, But by the way, where's the only place you ever have them here? Well, here. Yeah, the Galleria. Yeah. The Cambridge Seed. Galleria. But um, so I, I had some on the beach in Pacifica, California. Oh, There's a Taco Bell on the beach. Fucking fancy guy. Oh, well. Oh, holy shit. That's where we went. You're yeah. talking about no, visiting the the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the the doctor monk. Your brother-in-law. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, we fucking went to that same Taco yeah, Bell. I holy know. shit. It's the best Taco Bell Guess ever. Guess what I had there. Samesies. Yeah. <laughs> I I ordered like five of them and of just sat on the porch, their, <laughs> the porch, that whatever their back overlooking scene. the ocean, yes, the Pacific just, Ocean, just yeah. devouring them. Oh my classic. god, classic, classic. So beeps, I hope you feel guilty. You didn't read out his shit. Oh, it's it's over. We're done. We're done with it. I'm not. I'm. There are no hard feelings. I Fine. was just. But yeah, during so during the I don't know if you noticed this or maybe it was not a thing and maybe it just happened on my. Uh, recording of the uh, the podcast or my download or whatever. Did you notice the Max Headroom moment that occurred? I don't remember what the, what the time you stamp was. You mentioned this, and I did not. I, it must have been your thing, or I just didn't notice it. I, I heard it again when I re-listened in preparation. For Hold on. Let's see if we can find it real quick. So we don't get to see a lot of women. I will say. Love it. 
That does sound a lot like the Max Headroom. Nobody knows Max Headroom except for, not, shout out to Back to the Future Day not and the Back to the Future 2 in the cafe. Like Max yes. Headroom was the video waiter guy. Ronald Reagan, Max Headroom. And and Michael Jackson, Max Headroom. Oh, that's right. So it, was the, actual it was Max the 80s Headroom. cafe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Let's get that one more time. I'm just going to copy and paste it right the fuck up here. So we don't get to see a lot of women. a lot of, oh. of women. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, my God. Love it. Um, the last thing that she ended with was this. She fucking... I forget what it was already that made her think about the Sting f- song. Something about... I don't know. Some, I need you like I need to hold my head. And then she just suddenly transitioned to talking about steel drums. And then she started the song. And then she stopped it right before there were ever steel drums. <laughs> so, to for all the people who were like, where the fuck are the steel drums? Blah. We're going to end this episode of Beepers After Dark... Just uh, satisfying your need for steel drums. And uh, Fatty Matty, as the steel drums start here. Yeah. Yeah, that's What do you have to say for yourself to uh, sign off here? Um, You know, I think it was a bumpy start, but uh, I got to thank God for my performance uh, here tonight. Um, And and just, just God bless. God bless Beeps Nation and all those badassers out there. Good night. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. Good luck, Big Mike. Next time we'll see you.